Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. <laughs> Did you bring wine? I got the glasses. You guys, I made a quiz. And I didn't bring anything, but I'm here to have fun. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, and welcome to the official Broad Wasted Podcast, <laughs> where we're drunk on theater. I'm your host, Brian Plofskin. What's this? Don't be locked, shocked, and barreled. We're going to put a spell on you. No, it's not my werewolf bar mitzvah. Spooky scary. This is Halloween. It's a monster mash thriller. It'll be a graveyard smash. There's a nightmare on my street, so we'll do the time warp and dress up as rock lobsters, werewolves of London, and purple people eaters, with the bad moon rising, of course. rock lobsters? Is that a Halloween song? It's on the best of Halloween. (laughs) I used to own that on cassette. It's like, rock lobster, and it's like... Okay, sure. Sure. Yeah, yeah. that's terrifying. It's a character. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's the season of the witch, and we've got sympathy for the devil. Who are you going to call? Of course, you're going to call the people joining us today, <laughs> who are the usual pum king and pum queenie oogie boogies who okay. want to kidnap the Sandy Claws, including Kevin, Mabu, Jagger. Hey, girl. <laughs> Kimberly, our what a ghoul master. Ooh, and, <laughs> an unofficial hand that rocks the cradle for the hour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, ominous. Yeah, that's scary. Evil babysitters. Um, And with us today is our returning guest. (gasps) But it's the first time he gets his own episode. (laughs) That's true. That's a twist. (laughs) That's a spooky twist. I was like, really? Oh, yeah, Yeah. I guess so. He's been in many things, but highlights include hair, hands on a hard body, catch me if you can, on the town, and in the amazing Candide. He's, but no, we're calling it the amazing yeah, candy. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> he did magic in this production? Yeah, absolutely. Really quite, yeah, it was a, it's like it was the a, illusionist he, and the amazing candy. Yeah, yeah. Gonna <laughs> He's currently rowling it up on Broadway in yeah. Phantom of the Opera. Rowling it. Rowling. Do you rowl your R's in the show? You don't, because that would be the Spanish version. Mm, right, <laughs> right. The absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> They're in Paris, Spain. Yeah. <laughs> Paris, Texas. Um, let's give a big, broad, wasted welcome to friend of the show. Friend of the show. Jay Armstrong Johnson. Hey. What up, you drunks? <laughs> <laughs> we are actually in his dressing room at the Majestic Theater. That's right. We pretty are. fun. Yeah, thanks for letting me have the couch. You, you do. Yeah, and um, it's you have a corner dressing room. I do. It's lovely. Foreshadowing. Um, <laughs> so let's, let's just let's just start with what Halloween treats are you snacking what on? Halloween treats are you snacking on? Because uh, we don't want you to drink before shows. Oh, absolutely. Well, I just had this amazing pumpkin muffin oh. made by ours <laughs> truly right here. Yeah. And um, baked a treat. A little bit of candy corn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. About the because you like mix. candy corn. Do you actually like candy corn? I do. I and the fact that you brought like the pumpkin version too is really quite a twist. Because I, in my mind, I wasn't thinking the pumpkin version, but it's actually I think they're better, even though I think it's made of the same shape. No! I think they're because there's a little more of them. Maybe so. And they have like more ridges. Yeah, maybe so. Because I also like the pumpkins, but I never think to buy them. I think Brian right. and I are yeah. in the camp that we question the v- validity of candy corn. Shall yeah. we do a live taste test? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also anti-peep. 
Oh, oh I'm, I, I am also, anti yeah. peep all the way, and okay. they have peeps for every season. Now. Yeah, they yeah, do. there were they Halloween peeps, peeps when I went to the Dwayne Reed for these and pumpkins and oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I am all about the Reese version of Halloween, the oh, holiday yeah. candies oh, like the Reese oh, pumpkin, yes. and the, but those the Christmas are just, tree. Uh-huh. But those the are just the best, the regular right. candy, but just shaped, shaped differently. Whereas they just got out like a different machine to cut the candy. Exactly. Okay, let's let's so let's all take a regular candy corn. I don't know if I can do this. Just regular and a pumpkin. Just oh, there's two different kinds okay. in one bag what what is it's it? the autumnal the, mix yeah so what's we'll, the brown one though uh chocolate oh okay is so it? yeah okay I but that no. doesn't look like corn anymore yeah do any of them uh, oh <laughs> no not really it I looks guess. like a candy corn <laughs> all right so everybody try the I, normal candy corn okay oh i eat the chocolate one <laughs> whatever failing failing <laughs> triangle. <laughs> really bad. triangle so it tastes like pure sugar yeah yep. great no, right. fantastic and so should we all it's eat the... It's a good texture. It's got good give. Which one should we eat next? The pumpkin. The, the, the chocolate pumpkin. one. The chocolate one? Because yes. that's what Kevin ate? Because yeah. that's what I already did. I didn't even take that. Because <laughs> okay. we should all do the pumpkin one together because this is terrifying. Oh, a lot of sugar. Okay. Do I taste chocolate? I do I not. I barely taste chocolate. It was oh. very, it was very, very... There it is very, in my yeah. molar. Really? Mm. Just one. You had to go in for seconds. <laughs> I'm going to bite the butt off of it just to see if I could actually taste the yeah. chocolate. Okay, sure, sure, sure. Okay. Yeah. If you, got you just yeah. focus on the butt, you can taste the chocolate. Yeah. It's yeah. A, uh, it gives you like a tootsie. <laughs> Great. It gives you a tootsie Halloween robot. candy tasting one on one. You're yeah. welcome. <laughs> all right. Um, and we should we all eat the pumpkin? Okay. Yes. Yeah. I eat this in two bites. Maybe that's why I like it better. It just tastes like decorations on cakes. Okay. Like, I will say the pumpkin is light years ahead of the actual candy mm-hmm. corn. Because I think so. there is less crust to chew mm. ratio I think mm, interesting so you're getting more of the texture you enjoy mm. Mm. the innards yeah it tastes more like a baked good and less like plastic mm-hmm. okay that's fair Does I that love make that sense? so we're all in agreement that the pumpkin wins the pumpkin right. wins great yep. I will judge a baking show tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> dreams um, right well you can follow J at J underscore A underscore Johnson but as Kimberly reminds every week you just look him up and go find him um, Google yeah <laughs> <laughs> just um, search someone's name. But let's he talk. Has a- quite an interesting Wikipedia page. I'll let you know that. Do oh, how do you know? Uh, we'll find out. Foreshadowing. Oh, Jesus, I can't um, read that shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but let's just start with what have you seen this week? What have you seen this or week? week? What have I seen this week? Have you seen any shows um, lately? The Jonathan Larson Project at Find Science 54 Below. Yes. Um, blew my freaking head off. It, it really was did. One of my most favorite nights. In a theater esque setting, and yeah. like for anybody out there who doesn't exactly know what you're talking about, what can you explain, like what the event was or what the evening was? Yeah, Ooh. I mean, so it's the composer of Rent and Tick Tick Boom, um, and they kind of um, Jennifer Ashley Tepper, who's actually a college buddy of mine, friend of the show, um, friend of the show. Oh yeah. Um, over the last God knows how many years, I think years and years, she's been working on this project. Mm-hmm. She's been compiling uh, recordings of songs, unheard Jonathan Larson songs, and turning them into a song cycle of sorts, mm-hmm. a la Songs from New World or Ryan Scott Oliver's 35 Millimeter, and um, ha- got a. I've seen YouTube videos of you in there. <laughs> and got a, a, a star cast together. I mean, it was Andy Mantis and Chris Rodriguez and George Salazar and Lauren Marcus and 
a Nick Blameyer, and it Ooh. was truly one and of the rotating them. guests each night. And rotating guests each you night. You know one of them? Guest. I was one of the rotating what? guests the very last night. What? It was, it was their went, closing evening. Twist. Um, and all of Jonathan's like family and friends and yes. close loved ones were there, and they wow. were up with us in the dressing rooms, and you know they gave this really beautiful speech at the end, and I really do think that it should go other places because it was mind-bogglingly good how current he his material still is, even though he wrote it like some in the 80s and mostly in the early 90s. Yeah. It's also one of the m- most effective uses of that space I've seen in a while where sure. like there was a mood conveyed just in very simple implied costumes sure. of just like 90s. Oh, yeah. That's cool. And then one single image on either TV for each song. Right. That was just like a mood setter. Totally. It was, oh. It was, it was incredible. so... So good. But well, Kevin and I have... So, this is like the best things we've ever seen podcast. Yeah. Wait, really? Because we saw the ferryman last night. We oh, really? Did. Next door. Next door. There are, there are, there are neighbors. Yeah. yeah. Holy crap. That really? was possibly the best play I've ever seen on Broadway. Can you explain really? it for me who doesn't know sure. what it is? So the ferryman is a... It is a study of uh, Northern Ireland in the uh, early, early 80s. 80s. Uh, when like the IRA. IRA IRA was taking over kind of like and building up like their strength uh, a bunch of people in Northern Ireland like went right. missing mm. and it was basically that like the IRA was taking people hostage and then making them disappear and families like wouldn't talk about it because they were afraid of being the next one taken whether they were working for the IRA or not yeah they were just being taken because of certain different political reasons here and there oh. and, and so the, the IRA is, stand for it's the, the Irish, Irish Republican Republic Army. Army thank you so mm. it basically focuses on one family who is a farming family and it's like it's just oh god it was so good it is the most massive cast i've ever seen in a play on it's Broadway over 30 people what yeah including like, there was a actual baby on stage there the was rabbits. like it was one of the most insane things i've ever seen happening on a broadway stage and it was it was a over three hour play that I felt was an hour and 10 minutes and I wanted more. Like it was just, wow. it was huh. everything. And this is a West End transfer, correct? Yes. Correct. One Olivier. Oh, wow. Um, it's incredible. Ooh. It feels like a more calm, grounded Martin McDonough play, mm. but with a slower burn with no like big surprises. Like Martin McDonough always had these like big twists and turns. Sure. Um, I mean, this is up for me, this is up there with like, Seeing the Pillow Man on Broadway and like like that's like August Osage County. Or... I, no, this is f- leaps and bounds better than August Osage How? County. It's my favorite show of all time. I, like I, 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 I went into it thinking that it was gonna be something like that. Okay. And when I left, I was like, that was so much more visceral and real than even August Osage oh my County. God. Yeah, it was, it was it was gripping. The audience was like, I I I feel like nowadays a lot of people do the standing ovation because it's kind of become like a normal. Yeah expected thing when you enjoy something that you stand yeah. but this it was like i haven't felt an audience so anxious to leap to their feet in the moment the lights went down in a really long time wow. and this was just regular adult older people theater goers who were just so appreciative of what an incredible roller coaster this play was, very cool. it was so right. so gotta get my ticket so gotta good. get my ticket Steal some candy. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, speaking of Halloween, and since you're a returning guest, I have a Would You Rather Halloween. Yes. (laughs) This is from like an elementary school website that I pulled this from. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Would you rather walk through a graveyard at midnight or spend a night in a spooky abandoned house? Spend the night in a spooky abandoned house. Why? Why would you rather do that? Um, I just feel there's more to discover. Like. 
attics and like secret passageways and um it feels more scary to me because you're um trapped in, in a house, trapped right? as opposed yeah. to like outside cool i don't know spooky would you rather dung for apples or carve a jack-o-lantern carve a jack-o-lantern yeah duh yeah. have you done one yet this season i haven't i had a really good one last year i gotta i gotta up myself yeah <laughs> well you're all rolling around do so. you use one of those right. things that's like a like a a uh like you draw on it like a specific image and then you carve it or do you just like freehand? I usually um, have like the whole pumpkin carving kit thing. I made mm-hmm. my own design yesterday, but I use like the techniques that the pumpkin carving kits usually taught me as oh, a child. sure, sure, sure. So it's like using like a thumb Like tack. the poking math. Yeah. yeah. Would you rather be a vampire or be a werewolf? Vampire. Okay. Um, would you rather read a spooky story or see a spooky movie? See a spooky movie. Do you have a favorite spooky movie? Um, Are you a spooky movie person? I am. My boyfriend is really a spooky movie fan. I would say the spookiest one as of late that I'm really enjoyed was, oh crap, what's the name? Um, It was, uh, oh, this is the worst. She, in the United States of Terra. And also, Millie. Oh, oh, Hereditary. Um, Hereditary. Hereditary. I watched it two weeks ago. Oh, my God. There's one scene in that movie that I will never forget, and it involves a telephone pole. Sure. I will never forget that the I know. rest of my days. And it was Millie. She won the Tony for the little girl. She yeah. was one of the original um, Matildas on Broadway. Wait, really? She won a Tony. Millie Shapiro. That was the little. That's the little Wait, girl. Re- oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, she's a Broadway girl. Oh damn! Wow. And her performance was like <gasps> startlingly good. Yes. Wow. You're like I'm terrified of her. <laughs> Hereditary. <laughs> Would you really rather? Kimberly, do you like horror movies? Yes, but like campy ones. Like I love Scream. Yep. <laughs> sure. So like I'm into that stuff. See? Anything that I need to like check my closets when I come home from the movie theater. Not as into. I like the like supernatural or like the like the like psychologically scary. Mm. I'm not very good at the like jump the very scares. gory, very like the saw, like the very like So oh, what's one yeah. that you really like? So like I loved like like the Babadook or like <laughs> sure, like sure. it follows. Like mm. things like that. It follows is really good. It follows I or seen like of those. Oh my god, it's so good. Um, would you rather have a costume that is really amazing but also very uncomfortable? Or have a costume that is not anything all that special but is like crazy comfortable to wear? Really amazing and and like not so comfortable. <laughs> I do it every Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> um, would you rather go trick or treating with a group of friends or get paid twenty dollars to take a little kid trick or treating? Group of friends. <laughs> <laughs> the other one just seems like not good idea yeah no. right. um would you rather get 20 of your favorite treats on halloween or get 50 treats that are not your favorites on halloween fave beach yeah, yeah. why would an elementary school kid pick the 50 one well, because they're just like that's more quantity yeah, over quality yeah, yeah that was a math question like question for yeah, yeah yeah right yeah, I guess um <laughs> would you rather go to a really great halloween party where you don't really know anyone or go to a kind of lame halloween party where you know everybody there Probably really lame where I know everybody because we're going to make it chill and yeah, awesome. Wouldn't that be right. the great party, though? Yeah. When is a party great Doesn't when you don't know Doesn't that just mean you anyone? have to, like, question your life choices if yeah. you know everyone and it's still lame? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> imagine me, like, I went to this awesome party. I was alone. Yeah. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> it looks like everyone else is having so much fun. <laughs> so this one, I think I know your answer, but I have to read it out loud. Oh, my God. <laughs> Would you have to wear your Halloween costume to school every day until Thanksgiving or... 
have to wear a jack-o'-lantern over your head to school for the first three days of November. <laughs> I'm obsessed with whatever website this is. <laughs> I'm going to say jack-o'-lantern just because it's a twist. <laughs> like, and you don't explain it. You don't say anything. Like, people are like, what are you wearing? You're like, what do you mean? Like, just, it's, against, it's against dress code. So, don't make me take it off anyway. <laughs> um, so your face is rotting so, here's a We have two more, but I'm going to ask you oh, this yeah. random one. Would you rather eat all of your Halloween candy or trade your Halloween candy for 10 bucks? <laughs> well, I trade my Halloween candy for 10 bucks. I'll go buy some more like, candy. <laughs> or like a Dwayne big Toblerone. Yeah, right. An ice cream um, sundae. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Soda pop. Uh, 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 uh. All right. Would you rather be chased by five zombies or be chased by one werewolf? Five zombies. Maybe we'll break out into the thriller dance break. <laughs> <laughs> and they're slower. Werewolves yeah. are fast. Yeah, werewolves are they fast. Are. That That's one true. werewolf will get you. Yeah. The zombies, like, you cannot smart. Unless you yeah, have, like, a zombie right. marathon runner, like, that would be, like, bad. Those zombie marathons are super cool. Yeah, they're really Because if they get you, then you have to put on makeup and become one of the zombies. Have you oh, seen cool. those? That no. takes away from your time. Yeah, it's like people do, like, a run. You don't and go for time. Zombies, <laughs> zombies, and when they tag you, you have to then put on makeup and finish the marathon as oh, a zombie. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, well, and I also feel like they write books for, like, how to survive a zombie apocalypse. I'm not sure if they've written a book about how to survive <laughs> a, like, werewolf a werewolf attack. <laughs> You're a werewolf now. Uh, you um, are a werewolf. You're a werewolf, Sorry. Harry. Um, <laughs> would you I'll rather, and then final, would you rather, okay. would you rather dress up as a devil or dress up as an angel? Oh, no. Oh, that's a good question. And you can put sexy before either of those. It can be a sexy <laughs> devil or a sexy angel. I'm going to have to say devil because I'm a Virgo and so I'm an angel on a regular basis. Oh. So Halloween, you gotta be something different. That was really sweet. That was a good one. Just like this sugar we're eating. <laughs> I know. My stomach hurts. Um, Are you jittering? Well, yeah, I'm like shaking, but while, while we kind of come down from the sugar, let's play a game. Yeah. Okay, this game is called All I Ask of You. Uh, I get it. Do you? I do. I hope so. <laughs> um, so, on today's little slips of paper, sure. I have some typical icebreaker questions that I also got from a silly website. <laughs> yes. <laughs> same, this is the same one, same elementary no, school. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> they are like grown up questions. Okay. <laughs> but for like team building, I think. Great. Oh, great. We're building they a were, team. They're under like the wacky category. Yeah. Okay. Um, we're wacky. So, this is basically a questions <laughs> round of kings. So one person Great. is going to take the question okay. and then ask that question to someone who then has to answer the question with a question to someone else who answers as a question. Blah, blah, blah. Like you have to speak in questions. <sighs> All right. Okay, Got sure. It. The first person to not speak in a question will get a point. And in this game, the more points, the loser. Oh. Got it. So this is golf. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Gotcha. Okay. I also planned it, and I know that I'm terrible at this. And also, so. when you start, you can't get out. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the only one that give you a question. <laughs> I didn't think of that, but I'm glad I did it. I'm dressing up as a devil. Um, Jay, what is one article of clothing that someone could wear that would make you walk out on a date? How many cock socks do you own? Well, have you thought about... How many is too many? Is there ever too many? Are there ever too many? <laughs> <laughs> Grammatically correct? Yeah, there you go. Should we ask Jay? <laughs> 
Should we ask someone else? Maybe also a big laughter so can end. Brian's out. <laughs> no, Kevin. Is his question last? No, I don't know. Uh, here, you pick one. Okay. You is Jay. <laughs> that escalated very quickly. That escalated quickly? <laughs> what fruit or vegetable would you most want to be? Kimberly, is a tomato a fruit or vegetable? Oh, that was so good. <laughs> Brian, have you ever had a tomato and mayonnaise sandwich? What's that? <laughs> right, I'll, I'll take that. Like why? <laughs> yeah. Wait, what was I just watching? Oh, you're probably the worst at <laughs> Wait, what was the? Oh, it was Good Place, where you had a who, what, where, when, and wine shirt. Oh, oh that's so, so good. good. That's what really a cute. Um, great episode of television. All right, Kimberly, you're starting. Jeremy, bury me. Anyway, that was that's one of the best Good Place episodes ever. Yes, absolutely. Okay. If you had a late night talk show, who would you invite as your first guest? Have you ever had Heather Headley on this show before? Oh. I don't remember. What a, do you know? That Kevin? Is, 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 no, it was a no. question. No, you're just doing that to piss no, me off. That was a sentence. I don't no. remember. It's not a question. I said, I don't remember. What about you, Kevin? There's a comma in there. Oh. I mean, maybe. Okay. I mean, yes. Maybe no, no. A, this is Kevin making maybe me angry. A no, 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 no. Kevin, it's your turn now. You're just trying to make me upset. Okay, what was the question part of your statement? Do you remember? Do I remember? Do you remember? I'm not answering. I don't have a question for that. I yeah, that's right. <laughs> Are you doing? I like how we just put Jay on the spot. So I'll ask Jay. Jay. <laughs> yes. If yeah. you could rename yourself, what name would you pick? What do you think about the name <laughs> Jaren? <laughs> do you remember the band Evan and Jaren who sang that song Back Here, Baby? No, that was BB Mac, but they sang some song. <laughs> Part of that was a question somewhere. <laughs> Are they similar to 98 Degrees? Is it 98 Degrees and Rising? <laughs> Have you ever done a production of One Tin in the Shade? Oh. Kevin, do you remember those big musical theater anthology books? Yes, I do. Because <laughs> <laughs> I say it was from One Tin in the Shade there. And they all, was the they always had a One Tin in the Shade. That's right. Did you know that Jaren is actually um, to sing in the language Teutonic? Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. Kevin, what is your most used emoji? Um... What do you call the emoji that is like the eyes that are hearts? Are they hearts? I guess I lose. Okay, cool, okay. cool. That was that went really well. Yeah. And this will be the last one. Sure. Kimberly, what's your favorite sandwich and why? <laughs> Tomato mayonnaise. <laughs> but seriously, have you ever seen Harriet the Spy? Is that the same as Spy versus Spy? Did you just ask me a question? Oh, I didn't mean to look at you. I meant to look at uh, Jay. Haha, I got 
got you. That's really good. <laughs> yeah, I'm good at Guys, this is going really well, but I got to stop you for a second. I just need oh, to... Oh, s- no, not this again. No, it's just that it's not what you think. I'm just getting so sleepy. Wait, that's weird. So am I. I'm actually getting sleepy. Wait, Kevin, what are you doing? You can't steal my dream sequence. No. Open your eyes, Kevin. Wow. So this is what it's like in these dream sequences. Hi, spooky version of Kimberly. Kevin, this is future Kimberly. I come with a message, something you must do with Kimberly because it sounds really freaking cool. What? What is it? Madame Morbid's Trolley Tours! Sounds intriguing. What's that? Madame Morbid's Trolley Tours explore the haunted past and unsolved mysteries of Brooklyn. Relive over 400 years of history as you ride in a vintage 22-seat trolley outfitted with chandeliers, curtains inspired by Gone with the Wind, and a TV monitor screening mini-documentaries about the area. Learn about alien abductions, notorious murders, battlefields, bloody accidents, mob hits, and more from a knowledgeable guide attired in Victorian garb. You'll leave the tour a bit of a history buff after riding through this fascinating New York neighborhood. Wow, that sounds incredible. But how do I take Kimberly on Madame Morbid's trolley tours in Brooklyn? Just check out goldstar.com backslash broadwasted. I should have known I'd be dreaming about something as great as Goldstar. Their customer service is the best. I know. Dream, Kevin. No, I'm just regular Kevin who happens to be dreaming. You're your dream Kimberly because you actually aren't you. You're dream you. Anyway, our friends at Gold Star always give you best access to affordable tickets to all the greatest live events like Broadway shows, Broadway tours, comedy, concerts, dance, and live experiences like Madame Morbid's Trolley Tours in Brooklyn. And now, if you log on to goldstar.com slash broadwasted and use code broadwasted, all uppercase, at checkout, you'll get an additional $10 off your order. I love that part. So check out all the great live events on Gold Star and make sure to tweet us your what have you seen or experienced this week photos on social media. That, that's a really long hashtag. Hashtag, what have you seen or experienced this week? I didn't say to use that hashtag. And should they share it on dream social media or, or real social media? Kevin, you're fired from doing the dream sequence. No! Wait, seriously? You stole my dream sequence and then I didn't even get to play Dream Brian in it? That's bullshit. No! Sorry, man. Whatever, let's move on. Can we ask you a couple questions about things and stuff? More questions. No. <laughs> okay. You can answer in sentences. No, um, I don't do questions. Tell us about a chorus line. Oh, yeah, congratulations. That's amazing. Um, I'm so uber excited. This is my second encore show. Sure. Um, and what else did you do? I did uh, The Most Happy Fella a few <gasps> yeah. years back. with In the whole Napa Valley? Yeah. In the whole Napa Valley. It was with like Laura Benanti and Shuler Hensley and Cheyenne Jackson and Never heard of Heidi Blickenstaff. I mean, it was like an embarrassment of riches, the kind of people that I did it with. But um, yeah. it's also an embarrassment of riches this time around because sure. it's Tony Yazbek and it's Robin Herder and it's Ryan Steele and Tommy Brocco. And yeah, it's uh, it's so fun. Uh, I got my equity card doing a chorus line back when I was 18 years old, and it was my first job out of college. It's I, what your Wikipedia page says. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> good, good, good. <laughs> At least it's real. <laughs> what um, what, what, what 
What role are you playing again? I'm playing Bobby. That's Which awesome. is different from um, previously. Ten years ago on the tour, I was Mark. Okay. So I've grown up five years on the line, but ten What's years in real life. Hello, 13 solo? I'm trying to remember who Bobby is. Um, Bobby, has, Bobby like, he has like a monologue. monologue. Bobby's, <laughs> Bobby's the, the gay dancer with the monologue about, right? About yeah, like his I parents mean, coming. And... It's not, no, he, that's Paul. Oh, okay. I was thinking. Yeah, Paul is that one. Bobby's like, we He's pretty sure he's gay. He doesn't ever really say it. He's just like the mm. weird dude he's, on the line. I can do that, right? No, no, that's, that's Mike. Yeah. That's Mike. We should all rewatch a chorus line. <laughs> I think so. Yes. Yeah, Bobby With has no songs. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, this is how I know. What does he wear in the original cast? Um, He has like a yellowish shirt on. Yep. That's like a knit yellow there it is. sweater uh-huh. with like the horizontal stripes, which is not great for a dancer. Do you hope you get it? Every time. <laughs> well, God, we hope you get it. And I do get it. Bobby gets the line at the end yeah, of the show, too. It's true. Spoiler yeah. alert. Spoiler alert. But also, November 15th through the 18th at City Center. Yep. Go see him play Bobby. It's going to be fun, you guys. Yes. Yes. So Congrats, um, man. Hey, thanks. So you're in Phantom right now. I am. You're sitting in my dressing room. We are. <laughs> um, I see top hats. It's a, it's a very long-running show. Some yeah. say it's the longest. It is. What's it like coming into it? Um, it's completely different from anything I've ever done before, um, but it's it feels just like a solid piece of theater. Like, I'm not worried about Tony voters. I'm not worried that we're not selling tickets. It's the first time that I've, like, been on Broadway and not, like, been scared that I won't have a job next month or mm-hmm. next week, yeah. which is oh, kind of a cool... Feeling. What a weird, different feeling that yeah. Yeah. everyone else. Exactly. Yeah. And that's why they call it a government job. Like, the Lion Kings and the Phantoms and, like, yeah. the, the Chicagos of the world, you call them government jobs because some dude has been here for 17 years. Another guy's done it for 25 years on the tour and here and places. So it's, that's what... Do it, you get a watch after 20 years of doing it? Like, <laughs> well, that's what's crazy. <laughs> Literally. But uh, what's cr- funny is that people in the ensemble... Um, we're like a Christine back in the day, or we're like a Rowl or a Phantom back mm-hmm. in the day, and then they oh. always come back to the family, P-H-A-M-I-L-Y. Yeah, that's um, so cool. So in 20 years, you can come back. Yeah, bring it on. And you'll get your watch. And I'll get my watch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's, what are the audiences like? This must be a very different audience experience than you've had before. Yeah, it's like mostly tourists, which I think there's a bit of a language barrier, so they don't really get any of the jokes, but... They know the product. They they know the iconic songs, you know. So they, it's something they come back to often because a lot of people our age have never even seen it. Like, yeah. yeah. So many Ooh. people have been like, "You're in Phantom. I'll see it for the first time." I'm yeah. Like, yeah. And so for something to have been running for thirty years and theater people have never seen it. Yeah. Um, well, I, that goes with the government job. Like it's always it like it's always Phantom's there. just gonna be here. Like yeah. I'll see it when I see it. Right. It's like the Statue of Liberty. If you live in New York City, you don't go visit the Statue of Liberty. Right. But it's still there. Yeah. 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 yeah you, you know. know. I it's can, well, Huh? I was going to say, can we talk about um, the social media that you've been doing when you come off stage <laughs> in your old man outfit? Because well, I live for those videos. Oh God, I don't even know who started hashtag Broadway scares. Um, <laughs> but it was like, uh, maybe, uh, I feel like the people that have been doing it lately are Mean Girls. But Ali Ewald's been really into it lately. Yeah. <laughs> and when like the big orchestra like dun, 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 starts... That's when they scare me because there's a lot of sound happening on stage and I can scream as loud as I can and do and they don't get in trouble when they when they scare me. That's so good. So good. And it's fun. But yeah, those uh, videos and like the like view coming off in like the old man outfit and then yeah. be like, "What are you doing today?" And just <laughs> randomly say. Something. 
And then it, in comes Ben, and he scares the yep. fucking bees <laughs> every out of me time. every single time. And they come up with different ways to do it every time, too. So but you're on your toes. I am on my toes. Is there a stage door culture here? Um, ish. I mean, the weird thing about this stage door is that it's on an, uh, it's on a different block than the yeah. theater exit slash entrance. And so you have to really be a solid fan to, to know, know to go around, you've got to go around the block to get to the stage door. Um, but there, I mean, the summertime was pretty crazy. We had a good, like 20 to 50 people, the stage door, but it's been pretty chill. That's cool. That's nice. Yeah, it's lovely. I get home sooner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, we're in your corner. We are dressing your corner room. office. Yes. Um, but uh, we're gonna we're gonna do a little redecorating. I know this is Jay's corner. Oh, yeah. Thank God, it's um, like a jail cell. In here. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna spruce it up a little bit. Yeah, just Great. a little bit. Yeah, with Tuesdays in the corner with Kevin. It's Kevin's corner. <laughs> Jay, welcome to Kevin's corner, where I have three highly researched questions that I spent a lot of time on Wikipedia and Google to come up with these. Um, so let's see if you can follow along because they're super smart. <clears throat> Are you ready? <laughs> I'm I'm terrified actually. Okay. <laughs> and uh, because your name is Jay Armstrong Johnson, this week's of Kevin's corner is the name game. So we're going to start off each fact. We'll start with something about your name. Great. So your first name is Jay. Correct. Like jaywalking. The term for when a pedestrian walks in or crosses a roadway that has traffic that originated with Jay drivers, people who drove horse-drawn carriages and automobiles on the wrong side of the road. What? That's, yeah, where, you, that's where we get a jaywalking term from. But where did we get Jay driving from? That's what they called the people that used to do that. So right, there's no why? history on that term. Well, because they were all named Jay. Oh. So that's the answer. Poking holes. Yep. The Road 2 movies are a series of seven comedy films starring Bing Crosby, Bob Hope, and Dorothy L'Amour that were a combination of adventure, comedy, romance, and music where the minimal <laughs> plot often took a backseat to gags, many of which of them were reportedly ad-libbed by Crosby and Hope during filming. Brian often says to Kimberly and me that we'll be doing some uh, doing something when we're filming, and Kimberly and I always giggle because we don't actually film a podcast we record. <laughs> that you know of. You're welcome. <laughs> Before we had cassette tapes and CDs, people re- listened to their favorite music on records with a record player. <laughs> also, that was my favorite part so far. You're welcome. When I was younger, we had an original PlayStation, and I was the best at playing Crash Bandicoot, so I used to say, I'm not a player, I just crash a lot. <laughs> Crash Bandicoot is my favorite. I love Crash Bandicoot so best. much. Um, a phrase that also very aptly describes my driving abilities, which contributes to my mom loving the fact that I live in a city where I don't drive a car. So, uh, yeah, I crash all my cars. It's the worst. So my question is... Go on. What are some normal day-to-day things that you're especially p- terrible at? Just, um, like, picking up after myself. Really? Actually, like, um, I'm a messy dude. Not a dirty dude. Right, right, But just a messy one. And so, in order to clean my house, I invite people over. I'm like, all right, it's time to clean the house. Let's invite someone over. (laughs) Like, who wants to have a bottle of wine with me and clean my apartment? Oh, was it? Because it's like, you you walk from the subway, and it's a 10-minute walk. And, like, if it's wintertime, you're sweating. If it's summertime, you're sweating. And you just, just like, throw everything on the ground. And you just want to veg out on the couch. You don't want to do anything, you know. Is Is your boyfriend messy as well? He's not. He's actually, like... A little OCD, and so he he's like Mr. Clean, which is lovely. Does he like follow behind you and like pick up the shirt that you just dropped on the floor? No, and... not really. We don't live together yet. Ooh, 
Um, but, spooky. Spooky. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he, he is clean. He can be messy every now and again, but it's cleanliness that really gets him okay. as well. Oh, there is a difference. There's yeah, a, yeah. Oh, for sure. Oh, totally. Yeah. Being untidy and being like unclean are totally different things. Correct. Yeah. I can accumulate a lot of clutter. Are you, are you like a good cook and all that stuff? Um, on certain dishes, like cereal. <laughs> <laughs> I could pour things into bowls real well. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I'm good at like coming up with stuff though. Like if I'm like, oh, what do I have in the kitchen? Let's make something, you know, cereal, like, <laughs> a, a waffle and some yogurt and some honey and some nuts and just like eat it. And I'm like, that sounds meal. great. And I was like, wow. Yes. I know. It was Perfect. What? Yeah, you can sell cool. that in Chelsea for $25. <laughs> All right, question two. Your middle name is Armstrong, Ah. as in Stretch Armstrong, the action figure uh, in the shape of a short, well-muscled blonde man wearing black trunks that was most notably featured, or whose most notable feature was that it could be stretched from its original size of 15 inches to four or five feet. Do you remember those things? I do. They were amazing. I remember that commercial vividly. And in each original thing, it used to come with like a patch to fix it when you ripped it because you ultimately would rip it by stretching it too far. (gasps) Totally. I remember doing Yep, it was everything. Yeah. I have size 14 feet, which can be very frustrating when shopping for shoes because a lot of men's styles stop at size 13. Wow. Did you know that? I didn't know it's that. It's the worst. Like, you go to stores and they're just like, we have up till 13. I'm like, oh, my foot is huge. Oh, damn. Um, damn so, man. yeah, it really doesn't work. So that huh. 13 Ghosts is a 2001 Canadian-American supernatural horror film starring Tony Shalhoub, F. Murray Abraham, Matthew Lillard, and American Pie actress Shannon Elizabeth in the central role. Did you ever see that movie? No. no. I did in the theaters. Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah. Not in theaters. You're very special. I saw it in the theaters. <laughs> Roll it up and mark it with a B and put it in the oven for baby and me is how I always knew the words to the popular patty cake rhyme. But I found out today that it's actually pat a cake, not patty cake. No. Did you know that? No freaking way. Uh, this blew my mind today when I did research. I don't believe it's pat that. a cake, not pat e cake. That's wrong. I have no words. And That's wrong. the other thing I found out that was that wrong. some people say roll it up and mark it with a B. Some people say roll it and pat it and mark it with a I B. I say roll it and pat it. And some people say pat it and prick it and mark it with a B. Well, what kind pat of cake it. are they making? Sometimes this is a great you need, question. Are they making bread? Because I don't know. Sometimes just, you need to slash the top. All of it broke, blew my mind. And the pat it and prick it, I do not like at all. I'm okay. just throwing that out there. I don't like it. <laughs> What I do like is the movie Bridesmaids, which I think would be actually a really fun fantasy musical to cast. So, casting director J. Armstrong Johnson, what Broadway actress would you cast in the fantasy musical version of Bridesmaids in the following roles? The first one is Annie Walker, the Kristen Wiig part. Um, Annalie Ashford. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Uh, Lillian Donovan, the Maya Rudolph part. Oh, uh, Azmaret. Ooh. Okay. Who would you cast as Helen Harris the third, the Rose, uh, Rose Byrne part? I, I love Rose Byrne so much. I love Rose Byrne. I do too. She's so good on damages. She's so mm. good on damages. I, I would cast... Who would I cast as Rose Byrne? Rose Byrne? <laughs> Could she come to Broadway? <laughs> Let's her bring her. Her husband does it? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> really good. Rose Byrne, final answer. Fine. Yeah. That works. I'm okay with that. She knows the words. Who would play Megan Price? Melissa McCarthy. Melissa yep. McCarthy. Thank you. Um, Kala Settle. Yes. <laughs> I just got very overwhelmed. That's really good. <laughs> Officer Rhodes, the Chris O'Dowd part. Andy 
Orfe's husband. Andy Carl? <laughs> Carl. Yeah. Andy Orfe. Andy Orfe. Who would, and then these are the, the fun ones. Uh, Ted, the John Hamm part. Um, <laughs> okay, okay. Oh, God. The sexy but sleazeball. Sexy but sleazeball. I almost want that to be Andy Carl. <laughs> <laughs> Could he play both? That would yeah, be let's double cast thing. Double producers will love us. They'll love it. <laughs> <laughs> and then the last one is the roommates who are Rebel Wilson and Matt Lucas. Oh, my God. Oh. They're so funny. <laughs> I have to watch this again. I haven't watched this in a while. Yeah, you can't live here anymore. <laughs> Rebel Wilson. Oh no! Does anyone want to help? To hop in and help Jay? Who would you guys cast as Rebel Wilson and it's so tricky. Matt Lucas? Because um, I'm thinking you go. You could definitely do Beanie Julia Feldstein, Madison. Beanie oh, Feldstein, and, and um, Christopher Julia Fitzgerald. Madison. That would be great. Beanie Feldstein, and Christopher Fitzgerald. That's pretty good. Or Beanie and James Corden. <laughs> <laughs> James Corden would be so good. I do love a Julia Madison, though, for that role. Oh, that's yes. really good, too. She's so funny. Yeah. She's really good. Okay, those are all good. Boom. Are you yeah. ready for the third one? Yes. <clears throat> your last name betrays your obvious relation to Dwayne The Rock Johnson, <laughs> actor, wrestler, entertainer, and Vin Diesel fighter. Fighter kites are kites that are used for the sport of kite fighting. To tra- traditionally, most are small, unstable, single-line flat kites where the line tension alone is used for control. An abrasive line is used to cut down the line or string of other kites. Wow. Kite fighting is done in many countries, but is particularly associated with Afghanistan, Bangladesh, India, Indonesia, Nepal, Pakistan, Vietnam, Korea, Brazil, and Thailand, where host of the show Brian Pofsky has traveled with his friend that I call Hot Joe. <laughs> Shoeless Joe, of course, is from Hannibal Mo. Nothing to say. Which is a song from Damn Yankees, though it was only recently that I figured out that Hannibal Mo meant Hannibal, Missouri, and not just a crazy place called Hannibal Mo, which is all just one word. And it also was only today doing research that I realized that Shoeless Joe was actually a real person. Yeah. What? Shoeless Joe Jackson. Yeah, that was the thing. But that's so fast his shoes fell off. What are you talking we, about? But that's what. I thought We've it was just about this with Colin No, Tuck. I know, but I thought yeah. it was just like a continuation of the damn Yankees character into Field of Dreams. Wait, what? I thought it was just like the name of like a fictitious baseball character. A Shoeless character. Joe cinematic oh. universe? <laughs> I, I just thought that he was a fictitious baseball character. I was like, I like this name. And then all of different... It was kind of like how 555 is the phone number for everyone in movies. Like, like Shoeless Joe you know, is the name like, of the baseball player. This is the most... <laughs> I, I don't know what to say. I'm, yeah. you, all, wait, you knew he was real? No, I had no idea. I don't even know who Shoeless Joe is. I don't know Damn Yankees, so... Yeah, but... You know this... Uh, I forgot who's Shoeless Yankees. Joe from Hannibal Mo? Go, go. No, that's all. he knows... He didn't know Chuck that Shoeless Joe was a real person. Nowhere. I don't know Damn Yankees, like, literally at all. Except oh. for what Lola wants Lola gets. And, no. <laughs> you could be in that show. Well... So you I, look like I baseball. it blew my mind that yeah. she was a real I person. I wear baseball caps every day of my life. <laughs> That's really what it is right now. <laughs> I also thought today that Sheila's Joe could have used a hand from Kinky Boots Charlie Price to give him a good pair of shoes. Huh. So my question is, <laughs> what character from another musical could have entered the following musicals and been helpful to the protagonist? Ooh. So wow. Christine in the Phantom of the Opera, who could have stepped in from a different musical and been like, let me help you out? The angel from Rent could have uh, stepped in and given her um, a little more confidence to not be, you know, manhandled so much um, by two men, you know. Uh, what about Aida and Aida? 
Mm. Well, she could have had like somebody step in and tell her like, "Hey, don't, don't fall in love with the man that's killing everyone in your family." I think a lot of people told her that throughout the course of the show. <laughs> like what? what but like what, that's the show. That is the show. But like, what character from a different musical could have like made her wake up and realize what they were saying? Um, or who could have helped the rest of the country? Right, or with that, acceptance or that. Of their love. Right. The Teen Angel from Greece. I think you've used up all the angels. <laughs> I'm looking forward to the next. Oh no, there's one more big angel. <laughs> Sorry, there's genocide. Yeah. There's genocide. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, Elle Woods from Legally Blonde. Oh, who could have stepped in? The angel from Perestroika and <laughs> <laughs> this person would come in to keep her away from Warner. Maybe or... like, yeah, like, or like to show her that she can be confident that she doesn't need a man. Like before Vivian does. Yeah. Before Vivian does. But then we wouldn't get <clears throat> legally blonde. Like the, the Megamix? Or anything. <laughs> so your questions are, who could come into one show to make it no longer have a plot? Yes. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. To solve the plot from who where solves the plot from the get-go. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, that's basically the oh question. So good. <laughs> who makes other musicals null and void? <laughs> I think we made that harder for him. <laughs> Now I'm just confused. He's like, but I love Legally Blonde. I don't want to cancel it out. <laughs> like Regina George just comes in and just ruins the or whole like, show. Or like, who could do oh, like yeah. a sick duet with Vivian explaining that she's awesome? Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Effie from Dreamgirls. Great. Yes. Yeah. Love it. She walks straight off the stage <laughs> into Legally Blonde. <laughs> and your last one is Jean Valjean and Les Mis. Who's going to help out Jean Valjean? Hmm, it's gonna be Herod from Jesus Christ Superstar because he's rich and he won't have to steal anything at the beginning. (laughs) Great. (laughs) So like the two and a half hour musical is just him being like, well, I didn't go to jail. Yeah. (laughs) This is great. Yo, don't steal that bread. (laughs) I got plenty of bread back at my palace. (laughs) (laughs) And this has been Kevin's Corner. Well done. Hey, you can have your corner back. So Thank now, you. So we're back in Jay's corner now. Oh, wow. Um, I just I th- learned a lot, though. I think we should play a game. Yeah. Yeah. So. Lights of Broadway. Backstory on the game. Go on. A Halloween tradition in St. Louis, Missouri. Sure. Is once you have said trick or treat, the person at the door will ask you to tell them a joke. Oh. So this is something that we're learning with my nephews. Oh. Is a tradition in St. Louis. Hmm. And so I got to FaceTime with my sister-in-law while she was trying to teach her son, Tommy, how to tell a knock-knock joke. He's two and a half. Okay. So, so wait, you say trick or treat, like you're threatening, if you don't give me treats, I'm going to do a trick on you. And then the person goes, no, you tell me a joke. Correct. <laughs> and the, This is all very complicated. Okay, or it's like trick or treat or tell a joke. Jade was not very helpful on exactly how this tradition works. But basically you have to tell a joke. So the joke that my nephew is learning how to say goes something like, knock, knock. Who's there? Boo. Boo who? Don't cry, it's Halloween. Very good. That's good. Great for a two-year-old as well. Yes, perfect. Great, he's almost got it. Okay. But I think he still needs his mom in his ear telling him what (laughs) to say. That's good, that's good. Repetition is key. Yeah. Yeah, he's going to have his mom like off with a voice, um, 
the little headset. She's <laughs> just prompting in the bushes next yeah. to the door. Oh, that's great. I have some Lights of Broadway show cards. Okay. The entirety of the spring 2017 collection. Yep. Um, pick one from here and then try and create a joke worthy of a two-year-old or older. So what you're saying is just do what I always do. Yeah, but like try and make like, I, but like a traditional like a knock knock joke. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. A Why did the chicken joke? Okay. Um, What's and this then game we, called? <laughs> Halloween in St. Louis. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. A Halloween and meet me in St. Louis. <laughs> Ooh, very <laughs> good. Meet me in Halloween. Yeah, you fix Halloween. No. no, no. I know. I, I, we're working. We can do with this. No. Oh, I'll do just it. Halloween in St. Louis. <laughs> Oh, I'll do it. (laughs) Great. Halloween in St. Louis. Yeah. Uh, And then... St. Louis? Based on the judge. There it is. Kevin got it. (laughs) (laughs) Halloween in St. Louis. Okay. And then based on the joke, we just have to guess who your show card is if you want to make your joke that way. Sure, sure. Yeah. Okay. Brian, do you want to start? Because I feel like you might be better at it than us. St. Louis. Okay. um, Who is Frankenstein's favorite actor? Um... Like I don't Kevin know. has assumed the role yeah. of person actor. Yeah. I don't know who is his favorite actor. John Bolton. Uh. <laughs> 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 All right, you get candy. Yay! Great. <laughs> yeah. That was actually pretty I'm gonna freaking be good. Oh god. Um Oh, okay. Uh <laughs> What is, this is awful, um, what is the transformation called when a vampire changes into a bat? I don't know. What is it? Finishing the bat. Oh, we're <laughs> okay. guessing who you have? Yeah. Mandy Patinkin. No. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal? I do. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really see a card. That's a really it. good card. It is a really good card. Oh, wow. what a great beard. Yeah, right? It's a... It's a sexy beard. Yeah. Oh, did Kevin get candy? I don't think I did. That was a rough one. Okay. Okay. You just that, that was I your mean, decision. That was rough. I still would have given you candy. I had because like, I don't want. I keep... had a plan for it, but it didn't execute well. All right, that's true. I got what you were going for. Yes. Why did the chicken cross the Atlantic Sea? Which way is he going? <laughs> 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 We're coming to America and then cross over land again. <laughs> Was he coming from away? No, he wasn't. Oh. Um <laughs> to get to did, Pacific Overch. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely get candy. Oh, yeah, you get candy. <laughs> cross Atlantic and then, and then cross, cross more <laughs> land. <laughs> Oh, that was so good. I got it. Okay. Why couldn't the cobbler fix your shoes? Because they were on your feet. Yes! Yeah! (laughs) That was great. I was like, because they be kinky boots. (laughs) (laughs) That was a good one. You definitely get candy for that one. That's really good. That was fun. That was Halloween in St. Because it's the Halloween episode, question mark. Um, 
Well, that brings us to the end of our episode. Yeah, All right. It does. Thank you so much for taking time between shows to hang out with us. Hey. Yeah. Are I mean, you joking? We came to you. I adore you, people. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. A lot of people question what to call us and just settle on people. Yeah. I love you. Um, before we leave, what's the best Halloween costume you've ever had? Winifred Sanderson, are you joking? <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. That's why he wears it every year now. I wear it Did every you ever do year. it before the show? No. Um, I always wanted to as a kid, but I was afraid that I didn't have the means to like do it really well. Really do it, yeah. And, now... and I needed like I needed two sisters to do it, you know. Yeah. So once I had the means, professional wig. Yeah. So good. Besides that, what was like your your best costume as a kid? As a kid, probably. This is really weird. Actually, for like six years in a row, I was a clown. The same clown. Yeah. Kind of (laughs) okay. Well, like it progressively got like it was like four to like ten. Okay, so a say. little bit of that was like not your choice. I really was no, though. Yeah, I guess I was, it is. I was <laughs> a very, I was a very like Ronald McDonald clown as a kid, and then when I got up to be like eight, nine, ten, I was being like the bloody clown because it wasn't cool to be a clown anymore. Right. But I just had this weird <laughs> obsession. You had to be a clown. I had to be a clown. A clown, but like scary this time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It, but that was the thing, and I love I, I love this. This is I'm, I have a weird smirk in my face, but I, kinda I know love I have it. a weird feeling in my stomach as I yeah. tell you. <laughs> it's, it's from the candy corn. <laughs> it's very sugary candy. Um, but um, thank you so much for joining us. You can obviously yeah. follow him at J underscore A underscore Johnson, or as Kimberly says, just look it up. Yep. Um, <laughs> don't forget November fifteenth through the eighteenth at City Center. You'll be able to see him play Bobby. Uh, in a chorus line, we have to go because we need to because we think it's company. Right, and, <laughs> um, and obviously the Majestic Theater yeah. has him every day, well, except for except for Sundays, except for Sundays doing oh. um, doing this, yeah, doing off Phantom. Night, right. Again, you can uh, follow us on at Broadwasted. Join our Facebook group. Kevin does some really theater nerdy stuff. Yeah, we have some fun times. Thank you so much to Gold Star. Get your tickets at goldstar.com backslash broadwasted. All lowercase. There's a ton of cool fall stuff there. Yep. And there's there's a ton of shows now on there. There really are. There's a lot of great shows for yeah. this season. So if you want to catch up on the shows that are happening, especially during the holidays, as uh, it's like a fun, exciting thing to come to the city and come see a show, check out Gold Star. And uh, $10 off your order by using an all caps broad wasted when you check out. Yeah. Um, so thank you to Gold Star. But we end every episode with a quote. Ooh. And our quote today is Black Cat, Black Cat, what do you think of that scat? I'm just kidding. That's not really it. It's, <laughs> it's been 300 years, right down to the day. Now the witch is back and there's hell to pay. I put a spell on you and now you're mine. Yeah. Yay. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for hanging out with us. Thank Are you joking? You. Yes. And as we end every episode, <gasps> Zutu Abba! <laughs> I have to participate. <laughs> Thanks for having me, guys. Have you ever wondered how your favorite performer actually feels? Well, here's your chance. Welcome to The Quiet Part Out Loud with me, Bobby Steggert, Broadway actor and now a therapist to a whole host of Broadway creatives. 
part interview, part therapy, this is not your typical podcast. We'll go right to the heart of things with some of your favorite artists, what they still struggle with, what lessons they've learned, what they haven't figured out yet. There's enormous power in saying the quiet part out loud. Are you listening? Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.